Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here. Hi. On what should be a very interesting uh, episode. Um, we're going to come at you today talking about your last place, Golden Knights. I know it's three games in, but they're in last place. A very unfamiliar position Territory. for Vegas. Um, losers of two in a row, and they really could have lost all three games, um, if you really think about it. Uh, opening night against the new uh, newest NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. Vegas gets off to a 3 nothing lead, and they're looking fantastic. They blow the lead just to win the game right after that third goal by Seattle to tie the game. Chandler Stevenson kicks in a puck, and they actually gave that to him, and it looked like it was a kicking motion. You can kick the puck in, but it cannot be... Like you meant to kick it in? I thought you couldn't kick it in you at could, all. If it goes off your foot and in. This oh. was clearly Chandler Stevenson kicking the puck in. It happened like 30-something seconds after Seattle tied the game. And there was like 11 or 12 minutes left in the game. And then Vegas goes on to win. They could have easily lost they that game. That? They, there was they a challenge. Did. And, and, and even with all the replay that you have... They still gave it to them. They, right. So I don't see the point. But nevertheless... Vegas escapes after being up three game, you know, not three games, three to nothing. So at that point, one and zero, feeling pretty good. Just beat the newest team in the league. Okay, that's wonderful. And then you know, historically, the regular season versus the LA Kings is not fun. The playoffs against the Kings are great, but they always beat the Kings. I thought in the playoffs they've only faced them once and they swept them. But in the regular season, they've had their troubles with LA, especially in Los Angeles. They have had their troubles, and you know that kind of reared its ugly head again. As well, they Vegas... beat them in the preseason as well. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't so worried about that. But you know what happens is, is that Vegas takes one on the chin, uh, a six to two loss to L.A. in a game where Robin Leonard was pulled after the second period. He had given up four goals. Uh, Is this when you went out of town? Yes. It was the okay. day before. I went to go get water. It, it was It was the day before. I was going to say, because we were ta briefly was... talking about it, and I, I didn't watch it. I was with my sister. Yeah, so it was the, I think it was the night before. So they, they didn't play. So they were, they played Thursday. This was last Thursday, and they didn't, ha they didn't have a game until this past Wednesday. So yes, that was the last game before we went out of town, and... I wasn't going to, I was going to wait and watch everything when we got back, but wow, what a, what a letdown that would have been. I mean, well, they, that, were never, they were never, they were never in, up, so, they were I mean, never in the game. You can't really avoid it. Right? right. They were, they were never really in the game. I mean, you could say early on they were in the game, but Leonard gives up four goals. He gets the hook. Brassois comes in, gives up two goals. The worst part about this whole thing is they lose Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone in the same game. Two out of the three top liners in the same game. So it's pretty much like the playoffs. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I mean, yeah. God, that hurts. But it's true. But, it, but it's it true. true? <laughs> so Pacioretty has a fractured foot. He's out six weeks. Mark Stone had to get a second opinion because the first opinion was not good. What is... The second opinion, they don't know. Pete DeBoer describes it as in between a day-to-day -day and but a week-to-week. But what's his week. injury? Lower body, I think. So that could be anywhere from... That could, that could be from your nuts to your toes. Okay, I'm just saying. 
bottom line. So it's just, I feel like it's a mess and, and, and I feel like people don't really think that, uh, certain ones, but to me, it's a mess. Well, it's a little early on to be. Look, the St. Louis Blues, when they won the Stanley Cup, at the new year, they were in like, they were very far buried. They had a run. You know what I noticed about you is that you have a scenario for everything. Because in hockey, there is one. There is one. The first year the Knights were a team, they had yes. this record in yes. the preseason. Yes, the same record they, in the right, preseason right, right. as they did this like, year. Three and four. Stanley Cup. Not everything is like, you know, something. There was also a massive tragedy that brought the whole city and the team together. Okay, but but we don't need that again. I, we, I'm, but there, in hockey, because of the game that it is, there is a scenario for everything. St. Louis, around your birthday, which is after the first of the year, was in like almost last place. And they well, fired is... their coach, got this Baruby guy, and... Booby? Baruby. Oh, that's is disappointing. The... Right. And with Alex Petrangelo as their captain, ran the table and went to the Stanley Cup and won the Cup. So, there is a lot of scenarios after three games where people are just kind of like, it's too early. It's way... But How many it, games? Though? There's 80 games? 82. Okay. So there's 79 Everyone games needs left. to cool their jets. Well, I think that there's some substance to a little bit of what's going on because... Six weeks without Pacioretty and a couple weeks without Stone. I'm not thrilled. So basically, the misfit line becomes the top line. So, Marcia, so Carlson, Smith That's is your not top a bad line. line. They are a second line, but they are solid line. Solid, but then if you think about it, then you get Chandler Stevenson. What is the main... last time Stone has scored? I'm sorry, preseason Pacioretty too. Well, I know Patrick scored in the preseason. Look, a funk for a little while is understandable, but this is long. That six weeks is the. I mean, six weeks is Christmas. That's a. I mean, okay, you know, I like the first that, week but of what December. What I'm saying is, did Stone score in the last round of the playoff playoffs? He might have had a goal. I mean, it was bad. Look, everybody was bad. <laughs> that was then. This is was the second game of the year. It's not ideal. You're not giving them enough time okay, to do anything well, gotta, in the season. You gotta have some faith. Flurry was out how many games? Oh, we'll get first... to him. We'll get to him. He's part of the show too. Why? Because of his record for the first three games. Oh, is it three and zero? We'll talk about it. Okay, let's get there. Oh my god! You know, it's a ladder. Okay, we've we've got to climb it. So, okay, my this is this, this is this is not idea. The, ideal. <laughs> Sorry, Ugh. this is not ideal for Vegas because when you have Chandler Stevenson now as the center on that second line. And you're platooning, guys. I'm. I'm not. I don't like Nick Waugh on any line like above fourth. I just don't. I, I. I don't. I'm not thrilled about like Brett Howden. I'm not. You know, Matthias Yanmark will be back. Uh, the Knights do play Edmonton at T-Mobile Arena tonight. Tonight is Friday night, so there is a game, and Matthias Yanmark will be back. They were able to get a little is he healthier. Doing bad? Sorry. Did you look it up? I'm trying because I'm curious. Okay. Because Put the phone away, because it's a topic that we can talk about. Okay. Okay, but I want to get to the interesting okay. stuff. This is interesting. We have to do the week. Okay. In case... Look, apparently Paul is a first-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller. Okay? We review... I understand. Then we go into some of the other stuff. But everyone wants to get into okay. the nitty-gritty. Sorry. The nitty... Okay, but, but in order for us to have a 25, 30, 35-minute show, you got to let me do this, okay? Because right now I'm running the clock. You know, we're running the clock here. Okay. okay. It's not great. It's the third game in. 
I'm, I'm a little concerned. Okay. San Jose is 3-0. and I know it's early. Edmonton, who's coming into T-Mobile, is 4-0. They you don't get buried they, in October, they, but it's but it's they, a little bit hard to get back. Get they struggle with San Jose. They get up for San Jose. This is Edmonton that's coming into T-Mobile. Or are you just talking about San Jose in general? You said San Jose. San Jose is three, three and zero. Oh. Oh. The Sharks have not been three and zero. Oh so if they're not years. coming to T-Mobile, why are no. we mentioning? Because I think San Jose is Vegas's biggest rival. You don't think the Krakens are? Not yet. A few more games with the Krakens, and they'll be there. But San Jose, because of the playoff battles, and the in season, Vegas Fever Pod Kraken Hybrid. They're not. No, nobody wants that. Okay, why don't you guys just? <laughs> if anybody ever listens to this ever, just let us know because we're not ship jumpers here. But no. apparently, Paula likes the Kraken. She likes their jerseys, I like so the jersey we'll colors. we'll have to figure that out. And I like the name. So, nobody looked good in that game against L.A. It was just kind of a mess. You figure, let's get word back about, you know, Patrick and Stone. They're down a whole bunch of guys. You know, we're going to get them back. You know, it's fine. And then the game against St. Louis was uninspiring to me. Now they're one and two because they lost three to one. One of them was an empty netter. Okay. Leonard looked good. Mm -hmm. Leonard was the only freaking person that looked good. Carlson has the goal, Right. I'm not I'm not happy with where the team's at. And there is a I mean, this is like the beginning of a war, right? It's the very beginning. We're just loading up our crap right now, okay? I'm just not happy though with with where they are. I don't think like you know, Dodonov is 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 fine. Like I'm good with that. You know, haven't seen Matias Yanmark yet. They're getting some guys back from preseason injuries. Stone so, and Pacioretty worries me more than I think you, this is not the playoffs. This is the regular season. We need them. You needed them in the playoffs, too. But that's done. I need them right now. Okay, I need well, to get there. I need to I get need there. I need a million dollars This right team now. is championship pedigree from day one. So I need my captain, and I need my captain's well, I'm assistant. I'm sure more than anything they want to be back out there. But, right. I mean, if they're not doing anything anyway... You know, and not to mention being out six weeks. Then you got to get into the, the the swing of things. Talk about freeing up the cap space. Let's get oh. rid of uh, Mark Stone here. You're going to free up cap space because Pacioretty is on LTIR, long-term injured reserve. So you're going to be a free up cap space. So that Jack Eichel conversation is going to get started But again. what happens when Pacioretty comes back? Eichel's, they can make it work because Eichel will not play this year because he needs surgery. They can make it work. Then what happens is you put him on LTIR. It, it it would work. Essentially, you bring Eichel in right now because they have the money, and then you switch Pacioretty and Eichel. Tampa Bay is also could be in on the conversation after um, it's either Stamkos or Kucherov is going on LTIR. There's a couple other teams in on it. Are you not as impressed with the team as everyone's saying they were? I'm not impressed with the team right now. I'm not. I'm not. That's and nice. I can be their biggest critic, and I can be their biggest fan, and that's what makes this so easy to do. That's what makes it easy right. to talk about because it, they seem un, okay. So they score four goals against Seattle, but then the next two, two games they score three goals combined, and they lose. And now here we are again. So since they went up three to nothing on Seattle, they've scored four goals in the amount of what is it a hundred and 
forty between one hundred and twenty and one hundred forty minutes of game time. I that's that right there is the is is the elbow of the problem of this team. They they get offensively depressed. I I don't know how else to say it. They just go without. They looked good last night. Don't get me wrong. They right, looked good the other day. The other, the game the other day uh, against St. Louis. Right, they looked right. good. They did, uh, but, and I thought but, that uh, Leonard did decent, even though I'm not as big as fan. I can. He was good. He was good. He was good. That second goal really wasn't his fault. Neither goal was his fault. The first one, his teammate was in. I think Carlson was in front of him. So, I believe. oops. But um, it's the third game. It will be the fourth tonight. It's a long road. I just. You get a feeling like like if they were like if they didn't lose if they lost like five four to L.A. you know but like six two is tough and you know maybe if they score a couple of goals but lose like four three if I see more out- offensive output I'm I'm a little bit more you know likely to say okay there's substance in losses but I don't care who you're playing you do not give up a three nothing lead and it's happened too many times to this team in four and a half years okay or four years and three games. You wow. do not do it, and they've done it a lot, more times than should be mentioned. So they've done that. They lose to a piss poor but rising, getting better L.A. team, but or getting better L.A. organization. They lose to them. St. Louis is a good team, but you should put up more than one goal. You should give your goaltender a chance because they wouldn't have had to pull Robin Leonard if they would have scored two. Right? It's tied at that point. There was a situation, a scenario, and I was watching, so Mike McKenna does a little bit, you know, he does a, you know, a, a, he does some work for a platform. Uh, he has his own show. Um, and he was talking about how that three on zero break where Vegas gave up that second goal and left Len- Leonard hanging. So Shea Theodore goes for a change. But he abandoned where he was supposed to be, and Petrangelo and Theodore were on the ice together. They go to get the puck out, and Theodore goes for a change, but he leaves his post, and he leaves he leaves a massive hole on the ice, and they, Vegas turns it over at center ice, and then right back mm-hmm. in Vegas' zone, there's nobody back. That should never happen. These are so two of the better defensemen in the league. That's a problem for me. I don't care if it's the third game or not. People I mean, make mistakes. Sure. And look, they'll correct it. It's just something to keep an eye on. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to sure. turn around. Um, what I, you know, what I did want mention, you know, want to talk about is Marc-Andre Fleury is 0-3. He has not won a game and he has given up almost six goals per game. He's at like 5.8 goals a game. They're calling for Chicago's coach to be fired. And he's a young guy, Jeremy Colladin. He's a young coach. He took over after we talked about this before we had a podcast. They fired their coach who won three cups early in the season. I think it was like one of the first 10 games in a couple of years ago, Joel Quinville. And they they give Jeremy Colladin in the reins, who was – he was a coach in the AHL or one of, the, one of Chicago's affiliates. He got the job, and they're calling for him – to get the hell out and it's rough. I mean, Flurry's being hung out to dry on some of these goals. Uh some of them are flurry goals. We know what flurry <laughs> goals are. 
Sometimes he makes mistakes, like everybody else, but some of them are not his fault. Some are. It's it's rough. Um, not ideal for Flurry, and I don't think you know. I, well, this is certainly not the way he wants to uh, reflect. He don't want to go out that way. No. And, and I don't think he's going out, but he don't want to look back, like you say, reflect on this that way. I figured you hadn't heard about that, and I looked it up, and I was quite surprised because I keep hearing that Chicago's losing. There's Chicago's losing. Chicago's losing the first three games and i'm like maybe whatever happened to him in vegas kind of killed his spirit i really didn't think he would i think i i thought it was going to motivate him he's more always the best the, the most professionally and the but, top level you know maybe maybe this really is. got to him mentally i think it was a long summer from when this happened until so a couple weeks ago i think it was a long he'll brush himself off i mean and... he never gives up you know, that's for sure. That's... It's it's just a little... Were the Blackhawks even good? N not great. So they're, they're calling Borderline to... Borderline playoff? You know, like playoff one year, not playoff another, playoff one year. You know, kind of kind of in the mix. But with Flurry and a couple other acquisitions they made of the offseason, you know, they were thinking... I think some of their fan base was thinking, hey, you know, next level. Right. You put Flurry in there, no matter how old he is, and a couple of free agents they were able to acquire and get. But you need to have get. good players that also score. You he, he's right. not part of the scoring, right. but he is part of. Right. I mean, they could use more offense, right. but you know, at at almost six goals a game. I mean, it's an average, uh, of course. He's not giving up six goals every game, but over three games, he gives up almost six goals. At some point, he needs to start to stop something because it does start with him. You stop something right, and then you go the other he, way. They're even scoring two, three goals if he's already given up five or six. We've been through this. Right, with Subban. Right. That's a Subban move right there. But um, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because I feel terrible for what happened. I and won't say anything bad about him for what he's done. stuff that has come to light that he was not informed, that the organization is lying about that. And that, his, that they lied about it because they were worried about the agent. Putting a bomb it's in the trade. Okay, and I think the it's, whole call I think thing, it's not really, calling him and letting him know, was completely ridiculous. I think it's really gotten to him emotionally. And, I think it's a roller coaster. But I think he will get back in the game. I think so too. Vegas ain't doing that great either. Hmm, no, they're they're one non Chandler Stevenson kick puck in from being zero and three. Right. So, which really shouldn't have been theirs. That's not a goal. I'm sorry. That's so not a goal. I, I, I mean, I see it on TV and I'm like, that's, that, I mean, we better figure out another way. And then they give it to him and I'm just like, get it. What's the point of replay? Well. You get it wrong anyway. You're a fan of the team. You should be happy. But fair, I was fair happy, fair. but fair is, yeah. I mean. But yeah, it's, it's um, a rough, I think last year was a rough season. This Florida stuff has been going on almost the entire season. Pre the previous yeah, with, season. Yeah, with Leonard and Flurry right. platooning, so, it was always a question, what happens next? Right. So, I think it's just, here we are. And, you know, with Leonard, you know, kind of a loose cannon, not meeting it in any kind of way, just meeting it. He has good games, bad games. He gets very... Um, I'm not I'm not 100% thrilled with the goaltending tandem either. I mean, again, early. Not thrilled because we know at some point Lenny's going to get hurt. Okay, we know at some well, point Robin Leonard is going to. I hope not too, but either he's going to get hurt or something else, and then you have 
here's your goaltending tandem, Laurent Brassois and then Logan Thompson, which is potential to the max and maximum potential. But what do you have? You have a guy, one guy who's played less than 10 games in the NHL. And then you have another guy who we don't know a whole lot about. You have a whole bunch of unknown, unproven. Well, we if Leonard's know. not it, go, you know, save protecting the puck, then throw him out there. What do you have to lose? If you're nothing still losing. At this point, right, nothing. At this point, I think this season is going to be a little bit more trial and tribulation than people are really giving it I credit for. I think if they make it to the playoffs, or when, I should say, when they make it to playoffs, they will have had to work for it. Yeah, I still Not think they're they the best team. I, they're, they're the best team in the Pacific. I mean, Edmonton can go 4-0 all they want. I think in the end, Edmonton will be in the playoffs. I think it could be like Vegas, Seattle, Edmonton. I mean, very well could be. I did want to bring up that something that I saw uh, credit uh, Sinbin Vegas is so they got seventeen and a half thousand, which is like wonderful, right? You know, because the building seats what eighteen and a half, almost nineteen thousand, and standing room, which I haven't heard those two words together in a while. You know, COVID, COVID, and everything else, right? This past game against St. Louis was their lowest attended game since. Like their first, like two months into this, their first season. That's a, that's another problem why for me. Why is that a problem? Because why are people? Why is this not a sold out building? Do you realize that we know why? Currently we know why. Currently, still in a pande- pandemic. Okay, that's people are barely working or barely that's getting back to so work. So seventeen that's an and excuse. a half. Seventeen and a half thousand can go. There's two and a half million people that live in that facility. You know seventeen and a half million people can go, but not I eighteen and a half. I saw a few different people because I don't know. Even though we don't live in Vegas anymore, I am still on the Facebook Your market. Your phone number seven zero two. Okay, any more personal information you want to give out? <laughs> what does that have to do with what I was saying? Anyway. Because the tracking from... Anyway, on Facebook, I still belong to um, some Vegas like buy and marketplace and buy and sell groups. I just never took myself out of the groups. A lot of people have been selling their night's tickets. And I haven't really seen that too much. No. I mean, there was one for 150 that wasn't that, you know. You can get a few hundred dollars for right. not the best seat. Right. But I. So the market's high. I haven't really seen that in a while is what I'm saying. Most people. Well, look, you're not wrong about the, you know, the pandemic and a, a lot of stuff going on financially for people being in and out of work. But if you can get 17.5, you can get 18.5. In, in in a town where in the vicinity surrounding there's two almost two and a half million people. And how many of those, those people thousand, are now, now those not working full time in a casino? Those thousand many maybe those thousand people are either selling because they need the money or they don't want to go because of something somebody did to piss them off. I don't know. There are some things that have been going on lately that are just definitely not what 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 Vegas fans are used to. And I think it's kind of stung the organization and the fan base in a little bit of way in, in, in some ways. I agree. It has me personally. 
I can't speak for everyone, so. I mean, I'm sure there's people on both I'm, sides I'm, of the I'm fence. I'm honest with you. I'm a little like, mm. it, it left a yuck taste in my mouth. Yeah, I have similar. It, it was not. The, you know, the way that you want to go out as a professional athlete is not that way. And that was just, that was a screw job. I mean, I mean, I don't know if people are, I mean, that's still not that many people taking it to heart. You consider a thousand versus the 17,000 that went. I mean, that's not a lot of people. Yeah, I know. We, there, we are there, spoiled. There wasn't Vegas a lot people of people on spoiled. the preseason. We saw empty seat after empty seat after empty Vegas seat. fans are spoiled, and that's from day one. And I guess we are a little bit kind of included because of the, the pedigree that they've been that's been set forth by them. But it's 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 alarming. You know, is 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 what I will say. Also, something that should be noted is that. We did have an instance. So a couple things. The Knights were able to include a couple of new players because of some of these injuries. So Jake LeCision uh, came up from Henderson and also uh, Eunice or Jonas or Rondenberg. It's usually pronounced Jonas, Eunice, Jonas. Is it with a Y? It's a J O N A J O N A S, I believe. Uh Ron and Ron Ron Ronenberg. So those guys got, you know, were able to play because of, you know, the Stone and Patrietti injuries. Also, it seems like we're still having salary cap issue. Now, obviously, maybe not right now because of Max Patrietti, but before he got hurt, you had Dylan Coglin, a defenseman, playing as an offenseman. You have Dylan Coglin, a defenseman, playing as an offenseman. That was last year's problem. Why did we get rid of uh, seven million dollars? Free up the cap space, to free, but then they didn't. Right, free up the cap space. right. But then you free it up, but then you bring crap. You truck crap in. We've and discussed this many times. But see, they're, they're off the they're the off the hook. They're off the hook now because of the LTIR for the time being. But if they weren't... We would still be having this problem. Exactly. Why? So they didn't do anything. How come teams have cap space if Vegas doesn't? Because they want to give money because you're the to Yankees. guys. The Yankees of the Hockey West. Let's pay all these guys and then it doesn't produce anything to try to win a... Championship, championship. which has not happened. Which, the so... window's closing. I have news for people. They don't want to hear it. But it's true. What? The window for winning a championship is closing. You can win a championship anytime. Are you sure? Delusional? But Vegas's young guys are capitals. aging, and also the way that Vegas does business, they want to bring in stars, and they're going to end up trading, trading Peyton Krebs and some of their other guys you act like to if do they it. Don't do it in five, six years that the organization closes. That's not. No, that's not. There's what it everyone is. has a window. Every organization has a window. The Kings had one years ago. The Blackhawks had one. They took advantage, they and Vegas has greedy. not. They got greedy. Vegas. Yes. Oh yeah. And they got stupid, and they didn't um, follow the course. Buffalo wants Peyton Krebs in that trade for Eichel, and Vegas won't do it. Vegas won't do it right now. Vegas also did not want to give Eric Brandstrom to Ottawa for Mark Stone, and they did. They did not want to give up Nick Suzuki for Max Pacioretty, but they did. So guess what? As the season wears on and they see 
you, you've got a piece here, a piece here, a piece here. What do you, what and do you Jack think we can Eichel, do? Do you think he's going to be the saving grace? Is he going to have the Mark Stone effect? Jack Eichel solves a lot of problems for you in terms of centerman. If he recovers, they're going to take he, on a person. He's going to recover. It's just he needs do to decide what way he wants to go about surgery. Do, do you know he's going to recover the way he, and play the way I he don't, was before? Does anybody know, know that? Can no, the doctor nobody, predict that? No, no, nobody knows that, but it's also been... So they're going to take a risk on someone who needs a, a surgery. I think that this ownership... The the group of upper upper management for Vegas is willing to do whatever it takes. You had some star players, and I agree. I That, you know, I didn't like Patrick at first, but I believed he, he was a good addition. Even Mark Stone was a good addition, but then it was never enough because they were not... Stanley Cup up. appearances. Nick Suzuki, one. Max Pacioretty, zero. I think we lost the trade so far. Yeah. Right? Vegas is no better where off than is, any of these other teams in the end. Max Pacioretty? He was the highest scorer. Mm -hmm. He was the leading scorer last year. It's not like he didn't contribute. He can't win it all on his own. He saw his Nick old Suzuki friends. Nick Suzuki did not win it on his own. Max, Max Pacioretty saw his old friends and crapped okay, himself. Okay, and what's Mark Stone's excuse? What's Carlson's Mark excuse? Stone craps himself in the playoffs every year. So why did Vegas want him? Because Vegas thinks that together you have something. Like separately, they're good but not great. But together, wow, what a force, Right. I think we've pretty much stabbed all the Vegas stuff that we can yes. we can stab out. I do want to get to a you know just a thing or two for UNLV basketball. We are um, almost at the end of of practice. Uh, the season will be here in a couple weeks. UNLV will have a couple of secret scrimmages that aren't so secret. They're basically they're called secret scrimmages because no media or fans are allowed. They don't have a preseason an exhibition game. Usually UNLV has one exhibition game. Um, but they will have two secret scrimmages instead against, you know, opponents most people haven't heard before. Also picked seventh in the Mountain West this year, which I think is um part of me feels like that great. Part of me feels like, ooh, that's a bit low, but new coach, all new players. Completely understandable. Um, Keshawn Gilbert, which is the only remaining recruit from uh, TJ Altsberger's class that Kevin Kruger kept, was picked to be freshman of the year in the Mountain West. And Bryce Hamilton, who came back. <laughs> I would kept dropping the water bottle. Yeah. And he was giving me it a was, look. It was troubling me. Um, so Keshawn Gilbert picked to be freshman of the year, and Bryce Hamilton is picked up uh, first team all mountain west um that's your love for unlv this year mountain west preseason media wise i think that unlv is going to be better than seventh um i'm not I'm how not many teams are in the mountain west 12 so that's less than middle of the pack i think unlv can do fifth wow um i think fifth is reasonable you know, past, if you think about it, past... I'm going to say I either agree with the seven... Or lower. I agree with the seven. Or maybe a six. After, I don't think any higher than that. I mean, after San Diego State and Nevada uh, and, you know, like Utah State and maybe like Colorado State, it's a crapshoot. I mean, 
that's why I'm saying I think like fifth to seventh is reasonable, but I think like I don't know. I, I definitely see a late season run because once they're together for as long as they are, right? I think that you can win some ball games. The Mountain West schedule is a little bit rough on UNLV to start off with. And also their schedule to start off the non-conference year. They get two top 10 teams in eight days. And UCLA, I believe, is like second or third. And then Michigan is like eighth. So you're either going to see how much of an ass whooping you can take. Or you (laughs) could see exactly what you have. And you know, if they get, if they, I'll respect them if they don't just. Don't lay down. Just don't let it be a blowout. <laughs> don't lay down. If they try, if it they work be. hard, you know. Fans, go to games. I mean, anyone in Vegas, please go to games. The you know if the game, the yeah, or wear a mask. Okay, look, the games are you know you have that tournament with Michigan at T-Mobile Arena. Please pack it because you know these people from out of town are coming in and they're going to support their team. I mean, a weekend in Vegas is is like no other for for people in Michigan and, and Wichita. Okay, in Arizona. And the game against UCLA, please go go to the Thomas and Mac. Buy season tickets. They're available. Buy tickets. Support the man. This is a good cause. UNLV is in the right spot. They're in a spot that they should have been a long time ago, but they're there. We can forget about the... It's been rough. We can forget about that. Let's support Kevin Kruger because... Yes. It's a new um, era. It is. I mean, every every era is, but this is new. You know, this is. There's been a few write-ups on UNLV taking that next step under Kevin, so we'll see. Um, I think that just about wraps it up for us. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Follow Paula at the Golden Wife, and check out the episode of that show if we ever get a chance to make another one. Not really sure. We're we're we, busy, right, folks. We have plenty we're busy. of ideas and stuff we're ready busy. to go. It's just... Oh, and crap happens every day. Okay, so follow Paula at the Golden Wife. Follow me. I'm Jason at Vegas Fever Pod. Please subscribe. Can't say that enough to the Golden Line, which is Polish. You know, uh, under Paula's uh, handle. And let us know how you're thinking. Let us know how you're feeling uh, yes. in any way, shape, or form. Um, at this time, I also want you to retweet my pinned tweet. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because I issued a challenge to the Charlotte Checkers. The, uh, they're the AHL affiliate of the Seattle Kraken at, at this point. I think Seattle and Florida shares them. I'm not really sure. Anywho. But I, I DM'd uh, the Charlotte Checkers Twitter account, and I was like, how many retweets for two free tickets? And they said 1,000. And you're up to two. I got over 200. And this was uh, not even a couple days ago. So, so please, please go to the bio, Vegas Fever Pod, and retweet the pin tweet. It would be very, very, very much appreciated. Um, we'll talk to you guys next time. A whole bunch of Golden Knights games happening. Uh, UNLV getting closer and closer and closer. And I'm sure we'll touch on some Oakland A's because Paula <laughs> likes that so much. <laughs> And I didn't have to tell him this time, but the last no, because few, I, you know the last few I don't even look. Like because our, our, our debriefing is okay. What do you want to not talk about or talk about, and anything but the Oakland A's? Because he just takes that horse and beats it, beats it, beats it. 
It's a horse that's riding into Vegas, baby. Riding that Oakland horse is riding into Vegas. <laughs> Vegas A's anyway. <laughs> NBA to Vegas, maybe a little bit of that coming up. Uh, MLS, you know, all that good stuff. So we will talk to you guys again. Everybody, be safe and uh, enjoy. Have a good day. Bye. Bye bye.